Well, hello and happy Tuesday, everybody. Happy Tuesday, Leah. Happy Tuesday. We just got back from our third weekend of winter retreat. We saw so many of you there. It was so awesome to be able to connect. Leah, you did some pretty cool things this weekend. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was in a show at the Harrisburg Symphony Orchestra, so I wasn't able to be at winter retreat, which was sad. But yeah, but that's so fun, cool. Though. Yeah. <laughs> so awesome. Awesome. So we have a couple of birthdays, not too many, just two of them this week. So we just want to uh, say happy birthday. Yesterday actually was Dave Twist's birthday. He's a pastor, youth rep, presbyter. He does it all. Happy birthday, Dave. Happy birthday. Yeah. And we've got a birthday on Thursday. It's Scott Drumheller's birthday. Yes. Happy, birthday. happy birthday coming up. Scott, happy birthday. And then we have lots of new members. One of the awesome things about connecting with you guys at Winter Retreat these past couple of weekends have been that we've been able to meet uh, some new youth pastors, some youth pastors who maybe have been serving and just aren't connected with us on Facebook or in this group. So welcome to all of our new members. Welcome. We have 10 of you guys. I don't think we're going to go down the entire list, but you'll be tagged. And we're so happy to have you guys as part of our group and connected with us uh, through this group now. So welcome all of you new members. A couple of announcements. <laughs> get right down the list. A couple of announcements for this week. I'll you go ahead with the first one. Uh, for fine arts, just make sure that you check um, the document that says the locations because there's some changes there for are. fine arts festivals for the sectional locations. Right. So just make sure you double check so you know exactly where you're going and then you're all set. Yeah, we might have some mad parents and students if you show up at the wrong church for yeah, sexual finance. <laughs> we don't want that to happen, so check those out. And then youth convention, uh, registration is up. Um, posters will go out this week, so you should be getting your posters soon in the mail. Um, and then also a note about youth convention hotels. We did post a couple of hotels that we've contracted with already. Uh, we've had some delays in contracting this year. We are still in contract negotiations with a couple of hotels. So if you don't see your hotel on the list, it's not because we're not contracting them with them this year. It's just because we haven't signed their contract yet. So keep an eye out. We'll keep this group uh, updated as well as the uh, website with uh, the current hotel list. So we should be good to go with that. So yeah, it's crazy that youth convention is coming up so quick. Um, yeah, it's so fun. It's awesome. We're we're really looking forward to it. Well, let's take um, just a look in God's Word today. Most of you guys know that um, in addition to working here at the Pendle Ministry Center, I'm also a youth pastor at Faith Assembly of God in New Cumberland. And um, one of the discipleship outcomes in our group is just to really make sure that our students know how to pray. And um, that's a good discipleship outcome, right? But it's kind of generic. And I didn't really realize how generic it was until a couple of weeks ago, God really challenged me and asked me, are you teaching students how to pray in their daily lives? Are you teaching them how to pray without ceasing? Are you teaching them really how to pray? Or are you just teaching them how to share prayer requests and how to maybe come to the altar and pray for their needs, which are good things, right? We want them to pray for other people. We want them to come to the altar and deal with the things in their life. But one of the most powerful aspects of prayer is when they're praying throughout the week, when they're not at an altar call, when they're not sharing prayer requests at church. And I think that uh, God just really challenged me, how are you challenging your students to pray like this? And I felt very convicted because I wasn't. And I wasn't because I didn't know how. Um, I didn't know how to practically share, like, teach my students how to pray uh, throughout the week, pray without ceasing. And um, God, I prayed about that, and God just really challenged me um, about two weeks ago 
to encourage my students to pray their emotions. And when um, I felt like God was speaking that to me, I was like, I don't know exactly if that's going to like work with my group. They're not all like, they don't all like praying. I'd be a little bit scared about what some of them might say, right? <laughs> um, you know, that's real. Yeah, teenagers, you never know. You never know. You never know. So, um, but I did. Like two weeks ago, we uh, started off a youth group and we just talked about when Jesus was on earth and the emotions that he felt. Um, everything from anger to disappointment to betrayal to joy to grief. Jesus felt like all of the emotions while he was on earth, right? And I think that's a good um, just example for us to see, for our students to see, that Jesus did feel and process these emotions. Um, so I did. I challenged my students after we talked through that. I challenged them that emotions are good, but we also can't let our emotions dictate our decisions, right? Because a lot of times students, especially in our culture today, they are taught that whatever they feel is legitimate and whatever they feel is what they need to act upon. So I really felt convicted that especially if we were praying emotions, we needed to focus on the fact that we can't always act on what we're feeling. Yeah. So we went around the circle and I challenged them each just to share um, with God to pray and tell him what emotion they were feeling about a certain situation, maybe even something that had happened that day. And then um, just to listen to God about that emotion, which isn't much direction, uh, but that's really what I felt like God was challenging me to challenge them with at that point. So we started around the circle and we got to one of my girls who, um, she was actually the one that I was probably the most nervous about because she is usually hesitant to pray and participate. She's also that student who is skeptical of everything and questions everything that we talk about. So we got to her and she started to pray. And what she said was um, just really interesting to me. She started to pray and she said, God, today at school, there were a bunch of students fighting and it made me really angry. Angry enough that I wanted to start fights too. And then she stopped. And I was like, oh great, like how are we gonna deal with this one after we say amen? <laughs> um, but we waited for a couple of seconds. And immediately after that, she said, no, you know what? God, I wasn't feeling angry. When students fight at school, it makes me afraid because so many of them are fighting. Jesus, help me not to be afraid and help me to bring peace to my school. Yeah. And that just really, like, touched my heart. And it was really cool to see, like, her listening to God probably for the first time yeah. in her life. Um, but it was so cool to just be able to talk through that then. And I realized probably not until after we were done praying and after we were done with that activity, that God was encouraging me to have them pray their emotions because we need to, first of all, recognize what emotions we're feeling, right? Our students need to recognize that sometimes anger feels like fear or fear feels like anger. And we need to teach our students to submit those emotions to God so that he can discern which emotion they're feeling and then help them process through those things. And that was a challenge that I challenged them with, but something also that has been challenging to me in my life. Like, do I submit my emotions to God and make my decisions based on what God's speaking to me and not on what I'm feeling all the time? Yeah. Um, so I thought that was just uh, really cool. I mean, teenagers are full of emotions, right? That's part of being a teenager. <laughs> so it's really helpful to just walk them through and help them to be able to um, submit those emotions to God. And it's also a way for them to, they're feeling emotions all week long. 
strong emotions often all week long. So every time you feel a strong emotion, stop, submit that emotion to God and pray. And that's one way that they can pray without ceasing throughout the week. So um, through that, there was just two things, two challenges that we've heard of uh, in our district over the last couple of uh, weeks, couple of months that I was just reminded of and really challenged with. The first was um, at th the Thrive Conference um, this past year, Martha uh, Tennyson, she challenged us to be led by the Holy Spirit. She challenged us that you are uh, responsible for the group of students that you are leading. God has given you that responsibility and he wouldn't give you that responsibility without giving you guidance on how to best to lead them. I think sometimes it's so easy to Google like, how do I get my students to have a good prayer life? And then copy and paste whatever uh, the internet says or what's working in another group. But uh, God is giving you your students and they're your responsibility. And Jesus, um, he's going to speak to you and lead you about how to lead those students the best in the most, in the most effective way. And then um, the second thing I was reminded of was last week when Lee challenged us um, to not give our students an out, right? Don't give them an out by saying, well, they're not going to do this or my students can't do this. I was so challenged by that because I felt myself saying, well, my students aren't going to pray their emotions. Like, they don't all pray. But God really challenged me, like, no, don't set your expectations low. Set your expectations for your students where my expectations are for them. Set them high because I don't want my limited expectations to limit their spiritual growth. So I just challenge you with those things today. Just pray and seek the Holy Spirit this week for what he would have you to do in your group. And, um, and God will speak to you and lead you in that way. Leah, do you mind praying for us this Not week? Not at all. Dear Lord, thank you so much for who you are. God, I thank you that you came to this earth fully human and fully man, God, and that you understand everything that we feel, every emotion that we go through, God, every trial we face. Lord, thank you. Um, for doing that for us, Lord. And I pray that you would give all of us, every single one of these leaders and pastors, discernment and wisdom on how to care for and love their students, God. Sometimes it can be tricky with the things that uh, these teenagers, these students are facing, Lord. But I just pray that you would speak through every single one of these leaders, Lord. Just give them discernment on how to handle um, different situations and different emotions that um, their students are feeling, Lord. And I just pray that you would bless us this week, Lord, and be with us, um, walk with us, Lord. In your name, amen. 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 We love you guys. We're praying for you as you lead. Have a great week.